going on, Austin? It is the Grapevine here on KAZI 88.7 FM. If you're online, www.kazifm.org. I am Giannis Banks. Uh, yeah, my co-host, she is out again today having some dental work done. So we're going to hold it down for her. Uh, you know, wish her a, a speedy recovery from that work. Um, and we're going to just have a good time, chop it up on this rainy, cold day. We already had our third spring and third winter, so I don't know what this one is. We This is not playing by the rules at this point. This weather needs to make his mind up because... I just needed to make his mind up. Um, yeah, it needs to get right. Yo, hopefully you are having um, a good, uh, what is this, Friday? Um, good Friday. It is a good Friday if you're getting ready for Easter this weekend. Um, you know, hopefully you, you're prepared for that. And I know eggs got expensive, so I don't know what y'all doing for Easter egg hunts. Maybe go find some rocks or something. I don't know. Um, mm -mm. Uh, so yeah hopefully you find some rocks or something um, if you can't do the eggs we do have some guests here with us today uh, we're gonna chop it up with these ladies uh, about a, a event they have coming up as we're getting them set up, y'all can't tell I'm stalling. As as we get them set up, uh, we're gonna job it up with these wonderful ladies to talk about what they're doing, what they have going on out in the community, and why you should come out there and support them. Um, we have. If I knew my password, I'd be even better. How y'all doing? Great. Yeah. We're doing all right. We have some ladies from Jack and Jill. I'm going to let y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves so I don't mess up anybody's name because <laughs> I will do that. Um, so whoever would like to be first over there. Thank you so much for having us. My name is Maureen Oyuriaru, and I have the distinct pleasure of serving as the president of the Jack and Jill of America Austin chapter. Nice. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Akua Afriye Gray, MD. I am the health chair for Jack and Jill of America Incorporated Austin Chapter. Good afternoon. This is Bolutifa Fred Dosamu, and I am on the committee of the health chair of Jack and Jill of America. Hey, y'all got some names. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Okay, represent. Represent. Motherland. <laughs> I messed them all up. I'm glad I didn't try. <laughs> it's hard enough for me to say my middle name. Yeah. No. <laughs> Look, see, you're asking for too much information, Ms. Marley. You're asking for too much information. That's how people track you and find you now. I, 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 I already found one person by saying first and last name. Um, they're up in Canada, so I'm good to get around and, you know, be okay. You start doing the middle name out there, then they're going to really find you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nah, we good. Yo, so if people are not familiar about Jack and Jill, um, how about you let the people know what is Jack and Jill, who is Jack and Jill, and what is it that you do? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So Jack and Jill of America Incorporated was founded in 1938 in the interest of promoting the growth and development of our children um, through social, educational, health, and philanthropic activities. The Austin chapter was founded in 1953 and has a long history of supporting local efforts like the Central Texas Food Bank, uh, sickle cell anemia and, and their causes, MLK Days of Service. We've partnered with the Red Cross, March of Dimes, NAMI, uh, as well as a host of other organizations locally. These are longstanding partnerships that have really been threaded into the DNA of our organization to ensure that not only do we care for the children that are members of our organization, mm -hmm. but we also want to see for all children what we want for ourselves, the ability to serve and become great citizens of their communities through leadership, um, service, and um, civic engagement. Okay, nice. I don't know if anybody else wants to add to that. If, if not, don't feel pressured, but I just want to give you a chance. Don't be shy, because you were just talking up a storm a few minutes ago. We don't want to get that out of you. You're not going to... It's coming. Just just sit here and be like, mm -mm, I'm it's not saying It's coming. That. It's coming. Okay. We're going to find out. Because um, I know this is your event that you're planning. Uh, and so can you tell the listeners about the event that is coming up on the... It is. It is. You know, today, April 7th, is World Health Day. So what a fitting day to announce our initiative for the month, Choose Health. On Saturday, April 29th, we're hosting a health fair at Dell Children's Medical Center, and we'll be celebrating healthy choices with music and fun and giveaways for the public. Um, we'll have fun kids activities. We're even going to have a career session hosted by some of the most prominent uh, physicians of color in the Austin area. So if you have a young person who's interested in a career in the medical field, we would love to have them come out and they can pick our brains and ask questions about how to get where they want to be. Um, in addition, there are going to be various healthcare organizations that are providing free screenings. Nice. Um, and um, hopefully, hopefully, people will come and get uh, a lot out of this activity. Yeah, so first, I'm wondering if my physician's going to be out there. You said prominent, he should be out there. <laughs> you going to put him on the spot like that right now? Right. Yeah. Okay, well, go ahead. <laughs> Tell him to give me a call. We'll put him on. Let's Dr. do uh, it. Jeffrey James. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Jeffrey James, you've been paid. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of folks get it yeah. for, for for services and so. Absolutely. Uh, I think he got an award a few years back. It was before COVID. Everything's a blur. Yeah, it was before <laughs> COVID. It was, it was before COVID. So there's gonna be screenings. What kind of screenings will be happening out there? Well, I, I think you made a very interesting comment. You said everything's kind of a blur. Mm -hmm. And since COVID, we've learned a lot about our health. We know that there are great disparities amongst health care for mm -hmm. our people versus the general population. Mm -hmm. And so we have to make conscious choices for our own health and well-being. So, um, so we are going to do some basic screening like blood pressures and blood sugars and things like that. But we're also going to talk about healthy food choices and exercise and um, just in general living a healthy and, uh, and good life mm -hmm. that, um, that's going to lead us to long life. You said blood sugars. Does that mean needles? Pokes. <laughs> 
Pokes. Pokes. Okay, we're going to call them pokes. Pokes. Now, I just want to make sure people are aware with it because, you know, I, I hate needles and shots. I do Of course. I just got to work myself up for it. So, yeah, yeah, if I'm showing up and I know I'm going to get poked, as you oh, say. Well, you don't have to. <laughs> Everything is voluntary. Yes, you don't have to. But, but, no, but if you want to be healthy, you're going you to have to be healthy. You're going to have to get poked. And Absolutely. I, just, I need to be Poke. mentally prepared that... I'm gonna get stabbed. So. Oh, my God. oh, stop it! <laughs> we went from needles to pokes. No. Zero to a hundred. Look, I hate needles. Um, no, but Facebook poke. Yeah, I remember the Facebook poke. That's a whole different Friends, kind of poke. That's a different kind of poke. Jack and Jill America. Jack and Jill is not encouraging that, kind of that type of a poke. Yes. I'm I'm trying to ease him down. No, <laughs> man. Look, it's, it's a whole process when they take my blood and have to. Yo, I, I got to zen out and close my eyes and turn my head. And, well, the good thing about this event, right, is there's gonna be music. There's okay. gonna be fun stuff happening. So by the time the the poke even happens, you would have been distracted by. All kinds right. of other exciting things right. that are happening. There so. we go. And then your community will be with you. you yeah. know, you're not in a room by yourself. <laughs> We're going to be standing behind <laughs> you. <laughs> that makes it worse. They're going to see me. Like a <laughs> this grown man over here crying behind the curtains. Um, no, it's fine. It's, it's fine. You should get poked and checked out. I, I When I go see my doctor, I, I yeah, I'll get mm-hmm. the needles. Yeah, and They know already. Oh. They already mm-hmm. know what, 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 what's going to happen, how it's going to go. Um, it's not as bad as some people. Uh, yes, so I think, yeah, but before that, before we got on the air, we was talking, though, about how I, I think especially our community, our idea, our look, outlook on health has changed. Yeah. Um, before COVID, we talked about how there was, you know, DayQuil where you can go work with the flu mm-hmm. while you're at, at work and just spread all the germs to everybody, right? That was the whole thing of take a sick day. Hmm. At least in this country, I think in other countries they kind of like want you to stay home. Um, but for here, it's like sick. That's not that's a four letter word. Even though you got those sick days, you ain't supposed to use them unless you diet, right? Hmm. Uh, if you coughing or sneezing, come on into work. And now <laughs> we are at the point of if you coughing, if you sneeze or cough at work, you get looked at like you have the plague, <laughs> and, yeah. and people break out their lights off and their drawers and start spreading around the room, oh, right? So let's talk about you know the purpose and, and the reason for for the health fair as as we're having that shift towards physical health but as well as mental health. Right. Look, and I love that you made that transition. So I'm a psychotherapist, okay. and the benefit of the health fair, like you just shared, is not just for the physical health well-being, but also for the mental health well-being. Mm-hmm. As a clinician of color, mm-hmm. we have seen such a rise in mental health, but more important, our people are finally understanding yes. the need to get help. Um, As you were talking about that, I pulled up this stat. It's like only 26.4% of black and Hispanic men 18 to 44 who experience daily feelings of anxiety and depression will ever get mental health treatment, whereas comparison to our non- uh, people of color, 45.4%. Mm. So we got to do better. And so in addition to getting a physical screening, if you don't want to get a physical screening and you want to talk to someone about mental health, which can affect the physical, Dr. Kua can uh, you know attest to that, mm-hmm. it is very important that we are looking at health in all aspects. Yes. 
physical, mental, emotional, and that our community deserves and does desire to want better. Mm-hmm. Now, psychotherapists, I don't think I've ever heard that phrase used. I've heard, you know, therapists and psychologists, mm-hmm. um, but I've never heard psychotherapists. So what is that? So mean? psychotherapists is specifically where I am working with people with mental health issues that, uh, and I'm also credentialed to also uh, diagnose them. So with depression and anxiety, because some people can get counseling, but it may not be therapeutic counseling or counseling where someone has the credentials or has been studying Mm -hmm. to do those types of things and so yes yeah um I just left my head my question (laughs) I had had a follow-up I'm like yeah that's a good question and now I I forgot it um yeah it may come back to me uh because when we deal with psychology and and getting that Mm -hmm. help um you know, that's been a stigma in mm-hmm. our, our community where it's always like, ah, that boy ain't right, that girl ain't right, but just send them back to the back of the house or whatever, and they'd be fine. That's what it was. You have a lot of people who are like, well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to go see a therapist. I'll just talk to my friends about my issues, and I'm good. So what do y'all say to people, like even the mental part of that, but there's also probably a physical part of that and how that impacts you and your friend and why maybe you should come out to this health fair instead of just depending on talking to your friend's um, about your business or, or your problems. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you talk to your friends about it, you have someone who can commiserate with you, someone who can be on your side, but but sometimes you need someone who's going to be objective, someone who's going to tell you what those impacts on your health might be, someone who's going to bring you a little bit more information than uh, your best friend who just loves you and wants you to feel better. Mm. So I, I think that's definitely a benefit. This is an opportunity to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to throw out another stat. Sure. And there are very few physicians of color compared to the general population. Yeah. And of those physicians of color, how many of them are African American? Very mm-hmm. few, yeah. right? So I would just share with you that I would just share with you that um, this is an opportunity to meet some of those physicians of color. Yes. Um, We have the support of the Austin Black Physicians Association, so there will be some other physicians there. I'm an OBGYN by training, and um, there will be pediatricians there, uh, internal medicine docs. So there are going to be physicians of various backgrounds with African-American background. Um, There have been studies that have shown that when you go to a physician who shares your background outcomes tend to be a little bit better so this is an opportunity to meet some of the people in our own community who are serving in this capacity Awesome. And one thing I'd like to add to to that as well is as an organization as ours that is um, family focused, Mm -hmm. this is a great chance for families to change the narrative of Mm -hmm. not going to physicians and not taking care of their health. You're starting young and your children are starting to notice and understand that health is important, mental health is important, physical health is important, and we have to take care of those things. So um, it's just a great time such as today. Mm-hmm. that an organization such as ours is wanting to help our community see that. Yeah, I mean, great points by, by both of y'all. You know, this day and age, um, whether it's this state or other states, you see them wanting to do away with DEI and having that diversity, mm-hmm. equity, inclusion in the conversations, and that's a whole nother 
conversation for another day. Uh, even though the state of Texas did some stuff last night, y'all should pay attention to. Um, but it's important what you're saying about uh, of having folks who look like you who can understand. Because we know when it comes to um, mortality rates, birth mortality rates yeah. here in Texas, mm-hmm. black women are leading the way in a way they shouldn't be leading yeah. the way. Uh, and you hear too many times about how the physicians, the doctors, what have you, nurses won't listen to them. I think Serena Williams had told her story of because of how she was sick earlier mm-hmm. when she had her child she knew what was going on with her body and nobody would listen to her and she had to keep fighting 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 for the health care that she needs mm-hmm. uh, and so i think being able to see doctors like you said or, or relate to doctors or, or connect with doctors or physicians who look like you and understand you it, it will be very valuable and then just having the parents and the kids out there seeing why health is important how it is important uh, is there a minimum age for the kids out there who should be coming to this event or? No, everyone is welcome. Um, and I, I think you make a great point about uh, starting young, right? And we, we often say that, you know, when you teach kids good habits when they are young, they'll carry those habits on through to adulthood. And so that's what we are after here. We're after families making decisions to be healthy overall. Mm-hmm. So everybody's welcome. Wonderful. Um, I was seeing if anybody wanted to follow that up. Um, as you talk about um, everybody's, where will this event be again? This will be at Dell Children's Medical Center in their conference center. There's free parking. There'll be snacks. Lots of music and fun. Very important to say the free parking part. The, the event <laughs> okay. is free. We know how our people are. Like, mm, the event is free, but I got to pay fifty dollars to park. That's not a free event. <laughs> free parking is very important. Snacks. There will be food. Healthy. Snacks and food. There will be healthy snacks and food. Yeah. At the health fair. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you'd be surprised. I mean, we're talking about being well-rounded, right? right. Good mental health, good physical health, healthy food choices, exercise. All of these things make us healthy, right? We know that when we want to look good, uh-huh. we got to get our hair done, we got to get our right. nails done, we got to right. keep our teeth clean. Yeah. You know, all of those things go into having a polished appearance. Yes. Well, let's be polished on the inside. Let's have healthy food choices and exercise and things. You know, those Texas people love their barbecue. They may be expecting <laughs> some barbecue, even at the health fair. It, it's, <laughs> probably not. This thing is weird <laughs> like that. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a fun time. Uh, are there any opportunities for vendors at this event? Absolutely. We're still accepting vendors, uh, so we can leave you our contact information. And uh, if you have someone who has a health-related product, um, vendors will have free tables. Um, so you do not have to pay to show your wares if you have something that, um, that meets criteria for uh, health, then uh, you can display. That does not have to happen often. Right. You got a free event, you got free parking. And vendors, you can get you a table full free. Mm-hmm. Who idea was that? Ours, because this is for the community. And y'all care about the community. Yeah, we That's do. Right. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing when you have so much free going on out there. That it is. We wanted to roll out the red carpet for our people. There and you go. expensive yeah. society as it is today. Yeah. Right, Your eggs is ten dollars. Is it still two dollars? I think it might be. Eggs, they've gone up to $50 now, so See, you, you, get, you know, carton of eggs are $50 or they whatever can. it is. Yeah, no, I mean, on a rainy day like this, and it was raining and cold yesterday, so I think you have two days of bad weather where people tend to get sick. I think mm-hmm. it's a good time now to 
be reminding people that you know you don't just get sick during mm-hmm. the winter. You know everybody will get their flu shots or whatever, get ready for colds during the winter. But if you prepare yourself for that time, then you won't have to be worried about being sick for the most part during the winter if you take care of yourself leading up to that. Well, not just that, you know, if you prepare yourself and you're healthy overall, you're less likely to get chronic illnesses. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we talked about COVID a little earlier and those people who were of normal weight, who didn't have um, chronic illness, were more likely to recover well if they even did get COVID. So um, so those illnesses that can be self-limited can be more self-limited uh, and more easily treated if you're overall healthy. Okay. And just so our, our listeners are aware or are familiar, let's just talk about what made y'all want to get into the health field, mental or, or, or physical health. What was that journey about, especially being right. a black woman in the health field where um, we know the numbers aren't high, even in, in that percentage of black folks in the health field. Even when I was looking for my therapist here in Austin, you know, I Googled mm-hmm. black therapist, and you know, and then even more particularly, I wanted a black man therapist, mm-hmm. and that got even lower. Um, <laughs> so that became interesting in itself. Then I was like, who's gonna take my insurance? And that was a whole nother problem. Whatever. <laughs> Soapbox for another day. Um, I appreciate my therapist I have now, but just you getting into that that field, what has that been like, and what are your experiences like? Well, I know at the health fair, what's going to be amazing, and I'll go ahead and talk about, you know, the question, uh, answer the question you're asking, but at the health fair, we will also have a career, um, seminar, where, yeah. a seminar where we are going to have people of color that will be able to share what their experiences are too. I know for me, I particularly got into the field of mental health because I said it is time that people that look like us are served by people that look like them. Uh-huh. And, and and what we often perceived as being um, a cultural norm is not necessarily cultural norms. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I just, for me, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I just, you know, I got my bachelor's and then I got my master's and then I had to do a couple of years where I was trained in a clinical environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what I've had to learn to do though, because I was trained in a very westernized, mm-hmm. is having to manipulate and alter stuff so it can still fit our people because our culture is so beautiful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um I, and i and i envy that and so my job is not to make things worse but my job is to open people's eyes so what is always and has already been there and so i think you have to have a passion mm-hmm. you have to have yeah. a passion to serve the people mm-hmm. um a passion to see us want to be better and do better while being humble because I often learn so much from my clients as well. And so that's my journey. Um, And everyone to each his own has their own particular reasons. Yeah. So for me, I went into women's health for multiple reasons. Uh, The first one is that when I was young, I had questions Mm -hmm. and I wanted to talk with someone who could give me facts. Mm -hmm. And um, it was very difficult to find someone who could relate to what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted I wanted that for other people. Um, now, my subspecialty, because you can have a subspecialty too, so I do OBGYN, but I also do um, pediatric and adolescent gynecology. Mm-hmm. And so my area of study, my area of work is really specifically for girls as they make that transition mm-hmm. from um, girlhood and adulthood to adult 
uh, girlhood and adolescence to adulthood. Mm -hmm. um, so this involves multiple different life changes, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot going on in the adolescent years, both um, physically and psychologically. And so I partner with uh, parents to help shuttle girls through that process. So um, for me, that's really important, right? We often when we walk in the door, people have a perception of, of who we are. Sure. And I wanted people to walk in and see me and know that I wasn't gonna have preconceptions about who mm. they were, what they were doing. Mm. I wanted to be able to talk freely with them and help them understand the healthy ways to progress into adulthood. Nice, and I believe you're not in the health field, but I'm not, but I've been around a lot of health professions, and I've actually hired individuals that go into health professions. So understanding <clears throat> what it means, what our community needs mm -hmm. out of health professionals, and helping develop organizations to make sure that they have the right type of leaders, the right type of health professionals, to not only serve all the whole to really serve the entire community mm -hmm. both minority and majority of the of the community is important so you're the big boss you hiring people so what, you, <laughs> okay. what, what is it that you do <laughs> I, I i do hire but i don't i don't sign a check well, somebody gotta hire make dreams happen i am involved <laughs> in that process yes so um i am a talent acquisition okay. consultant so i go to different organizations and help them create teams that allow them to be great which is still very important because mm -hmm. if you don't have the right folks in that role right. then the people who are getting hired right. look certain ways we've seen yeah. how that happens right yeah right so i've special and so interestingly enough healthcare was an important interesting space for me mm -hmm. so my master's degree is in healthcare administration because i understand what the makeup of those hospitals and, and, mm -hmm. and environments look like and i know that a lot of those individuals at top uh, levels of employment don't look like this right. and they don't really understand what our needs are so being able to help bring in individuals who know what that needs to look like and then also helping younger people get encouraged to know that there is a seat for you at the table if only you want to just come in there is some hard work there's a lot of studying and, and learning and there is a need for the passion but your community needs you right. and that's a great way to to really help for that so yeah, it's a dynamic trio and then all of and then uh, and in our free time we are a part of this wonderful organization again that um, we utilize our time to help push these initiatives out no which is very important to our, our community and i like how the work that y'all doing ties into the work that you do um, mm. which leads into your passion and it will show at this event when people are coming out um to this health fair to have their health looked at um, and just find out where they are in their uh, healthy journey and what they can do to be um, better and, and move forward. Now, uh, is there anything you want to leave to people with? Any little nugget you want them to know uh, about this event? Of course, we want to remind them the date, the time, the location and how they can contact y'all uh, if they want to be a vendor or get more information about it. But uh, is there any health nugget that you want to make sure people know uh, and maybe give them a cliffhanger so they have to come find you at the health mm -hmm. event to find the second half to your health nugget. 
So uh, the event again is going to be April the 29th, that's Saturday from 1 to 4 p.m. at the Dell Children's Medical Center in their conference area. Again, free parking. <laughs> and um, if you are interested in uh, being a vendor or if you have questions, you can actually look for the event on Eventbrite and there's a contact link there uh, for you to send us a message uh, regarding the event. And then we can reach back out to you and, uh, and connect. Um, this is also about the pipeline, y'all. This is not just about um, good overall health, it is, but it's also about the young people who may want to serve in this capacity. So that's that's why we're having this this seminar in addition to that. So um, President Iriaru um, referred to that. Um, it's really important to lift up those who are coming behind us. And so we want to use this opportunity to do that as well. I guess what I would like to leave everybody with is that we deserve to be optimized. I think in a in a world in a society where we often do not feel like we matter or that we're important, we deserve to be optimized and optimized by people that not only understand us but has lived the experience and can definitely relate where you don't have to go and educate. They are the educated. You know what I'm saying? And so by coming to this health fair and asking questions and learning about physical health, maternal health, mental health, healthy eating, it's just a way for us to be optimized and to understand that we deserve the best. Mm -hmm. And when you say optimize, just for those who may not be familiar with the word, what do you mean when you um, are saying optimize? For one to be the best that they have been created to be. Yes. Okay. And then if folks want to know more about Jack and Jill, maybe they want to get involved to see how they can uh, help out or get their kids involved or what have you, where can they go to find out more information about Jack and Jill? Um, awesome question. So the Austin chapter lives online at jackandjillaustin.org. Mm -hmm. You can also find us on Instagram, jackandjill underscore Austin. Um, and we are there trying to really just promote inf information and little stuff that we're doing all across the, the city. Nationally, you can also find us at jackandjillinc.org. Awesome. Well, definitely appreciate y'all coming by and, and oh, taking thank time. You. Thank you for having thank us. You. Oh, anytime. Anytime y'all have something going on and you want to talk about it, um, you know where we are. You know how to find us, and we're, we will give you the open invite that we give to everybody mm. um, that, who comes up here. That if you want to come talk about something, let us know. Um, you are more than welcome here. Uh, now you're part of the KZI family. You actually was part of the KZI family before you realized you were. Because <laughs> yes. uh, I know that the DJ y'all had at a event, family event last year, he's actually right in that room. Uh, <laughs> Jay Hunt uh, it is the station, um, what was his title? He's the program manager. So y'all was a part of the KZI family before y'all even knew he was a part of the KZI family. Hi. Yeah, uh, we love him. He was great. Yeah, so you know, you are always welcome to come up here and, and talk about what you've been working mm. on, uh, what you have going on, and just if you need the community to know what you're doing or uh, what have you. If you're just doing another event, we want to hear about it. So awesome. um, oh, we'll be back. Yes, we're looking Thank forward you. to that. It's the grapevine. Yeah, man, it was great having the ladies from Jack and Jill here talking about the health fair. Make sure y'all go out there on April 29th at the Dell Medical, Dell Children's Medical Center. Uh, get your screenings done, get checked out, you know, maybe get you a therapist. They might poke you. It's okay. 
they have like lollipops or something afterwards give you a band-aid i don't know um i don't know why miss marla trying to leave she had like she uh-huh she, yeah, it, it wants you to go out there and get your health check. Get your health check. Can't say it enough. Get your health check. Um, it's free event, so get out there and make sure that you're doing well. Especially during this day and age of there's just so many um, illnesses. You know, we have allergies that are bad here in the state of or here in the city of Austin, um, and this weather has been up and down and crazy. So get that checked out what we want to talk to you and as soon as you get back in here we're gonna get into it uh if you're not paying attention last night uh the texas house they had their what you want to call it a conversation debate they laid out their budget uh the budget for that they have set forth for the state of texas is about 302.6 billion uh, there's some tax cuts Teacher and state employee pay raises are, are debatable. Um, what they really are going to do. So, um, but yeah, one of the one of the sticking points in that bill that kind of upset a lot of people. Well, there was a lot of sticking points. Uh, there was arguments about increasing the amount of pay teachers should get, uh, and one uh, Republican rep actually was kind of making fun of it of giving teachers pay raises. Uh, I think there was an amendment to try to give teachers and staff a $10,000 pay raise. Uh, and the guy was making fun. Like, well, why not 20? Why not 30? Why not 40? And he's like, let's let's do it. The guy who was uh, Martinez Fisher, who was offering the amendment, he's like, put your big boy pants on and let's give him this raise. And the Repo- I think his name is Slayton. Uh, he was like, nah, we're just going to vote it down instead. So whatever. Um, which kind of shows the flippant attitude they have towards public education and education uh, folks in that field um, and of course Gina Inahosa from here from Austin she voted against the bill uh, she says she's never voted against a budget in all her years there it was just something she basically couldn't support for parents for moms all across the state uh, when this public schools need more and the real kicker of that as we've been paying attention to Florida mm. and what they're doing with DEI and people mm. are watching Tennessee I keep trying to tell people you might want to look at home too Wake up. Uh, in that bill, which is unprecedented, they put a rider in the bill that says basically none of the state funding can go to DEI initiatives. Um, Texas did. Texas did, yes. Mm. The state house did. Now, and does everybody understand DEI? Diversity, equity, inclusion practices. Come on now. Come on. Yeah. It banned schools, banned funding from schools that use diversity, equity, inclusion practices. So mm. if your school, I guess public or right or uh, college, university, right. are doing anything that's dealing with, and it's very vague about that too as mm-hmm. well, um, just using diversity, equity, inclusion practices. Like saying no affirmative action. Right. Uh, and, and you had folks who was fighting for that, fighting against it. You had black, brown, Asian um, representatives who were giving passionate speeches about why this is wrong. One, it's wrong how it's being done. Exactly. Um, but two, about the impact it's going to have. You have folks like, yeah, her daughter, you had a state rep who talked about her daughter is going to med school um, or is looking at going to med school. And she's now worried about how that will impact her, especially when it comes to having professors, yes. as we just talked to the ladies we, here, yes. about having people who understand your life experience. Mm-hmm. 
how that's going to impact having professors who look like her who can relate and think about the thing of not having not being here in texas with the tenure well, what we're we gonna get the professors? Yeah, the, the <laughs> Senate they? is looking to do away oh with tenure at, at, at universities. I, I, I've told this story before. Um, when I was in college, <laughs> I had to take science. I hate science. Science is just I'm the hands-on science. I'm good with the book science, yeah. the chemistry, biology, the whole nine. I love it. It, it. it wasn't for me, but you put me in the, in the classroom when we right. gonna mix some stuff. Yeah, let's mix it. Yeah. You want me to understand what I'm mixing? <laughs> Hold up. Oh, you know, is that the, the red and the blue this made the red. explosion? No. <laughs> These make nice colors. Let's pour them together right. and see what happens. No. Uh, it was geology because that was the easier oh, of the yeah. sciences. I'm yes. like, cool, rocks, minerals, right. whatever. Right. Uh, I don't remember what. It, it was something about hardness or something about. I don't even remember what it was about. I just remember I'm talking to the teacher's aide. And she's trying to explain the theory to me about how I should be able to tell the hardness or the roughness or something about whatever mineral rock I'm looking at. Right. And she was just like, well, you got to think about like uh, when you suntan, you go out there and you're tanning and you're going to lay a certain way because you want the sun to hit you at a certain angle and you want to da 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 And I let her say her spill because, yes. you know, I'm not rude. Yes. And I looked at her and I said, well, you know, I, I, I don't I don't tan. This is 365. Right. This is how I, I look. purposely will go out there to tan. Right. And, and she's not, wasn't a bad person. Right, she's right. not like not admonishing her or whatever because she, right. she looked at me and she was just like uh oh uh, I told, didn't think but, about it but for her she's like I don't know any other way to explain it gotcha and that was the end of our interaction of how I'm supposed to learn about this that I'm going to be tested on because she can't think of another way to explain it to me because how she understood it was through her life experience right through her lived experience yeah but she couldn't tell me no other way I had to try to figure it's this out whole relatable thing right but you want to get rid of that from the mm -hmm. schools because you feel some kind of way. Can't explain why mm -hmm. isn't that working. Can't explain, you know, they try to say it's illegal, but the Supreme Court has never said mm. it's illegal. Mm -hmm. No courts have ever said this practice is illegal. But all of a sudden you have your governor of the state who says, yeah, it's illegal. And your attorney general says, yeah, it's probably legal. Mm -hmm. Who's I would say he knows about illegal things and he's being, you know, he's on trial. But um, I won't say that. Right, right. Again, probably won't say that. But, Ms. Marla, I know you, you've lived various places. Chicago, mm -hmm. here, and some other places. Mm -hmm. How, uh, mm. looking at this DEI, I don't even know what to call it, anti-DEI push. <laughs> Um, because we come from you and I both come from different generations. How do you? How does this? I guess make you feel or or, or think, especially you come Offended. from an era where folks fought for this, right? Yeah, this is it's part like of my, what that's what my for. grandparents and stuff were fighting for. Mm -hmm. So they pounded in our heads. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, <laughs> I I it it just. It, 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 I ain't gonna lie, it does sound kind of tee me off a little bit, and that's kind of cute, but it, it'll tee me off a little bit. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> it just, it's it, only because it's like this, you know what? Oh my gosh, we gotta keep fighting. Right. And we gotta keep fighting harder now. Right. You know, and so I can imagine, it, it's like, I, I spoke with an elder this morning during my gen, gen talk, mm -hmm. and she was, you know, one of the legends of KZI, mm -hmm. Linda Lewis. Oh, love Linda. Yes, and... To see and to hear the things that they were going through mm -hmm. and the purpose of creating this station about having, <coughs> excuse me, 
having the input of the media and control of what goes out. Right. You know. And to see that we're still doing that same thing. We're still fighting the same fight. Yeah. It might be a little different. Mm-hmm. We might be doing it across the airways. I mean, across the internet now. Yeah. But some of this is still that same fight. So, and it, you know, kind of in reality, it, it, it makes me... One of it, like, oh my god, I gotta put on my boxing gloves again. <laughs> you may want to put some glass in the boxing gloves as well. It, it, it may not hit especially, oh my goodness, especially when you start talking about, um, you know, I have grands now, right? And, and they're getting ready to go. Mm-hmm. They're, they're thinking about actually moving to Texas. Oh, <clears throat> Nani, we want to move to Texas because. That they actually were born here when okay. they moved away, but they want to come here to go to school. So, but when you start talking about all of that, what? Yeah, I may not even want them to go come here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That, that was brought up yesterday. What <laughs> folks? I are might saying. not. Yeah, I, now I might not even want you to come here to go to school here. That's a lot of attitude of a lot of students, and, and some want to leave the state who are here. Like, right. you know what? Nah, I'm good. You know, I, what I don't, a, why, why do I want to go here? So. My friend who, you know, she, she PhD and mm-hmm. can teach, you know, professor and quite a few, you know, the socials, you know, she can, but her tenure's not going to matter. That is the conversation they're having about going away with tenure. Uh, it's tenure. not going to matter? Yeah. And so you're going to keep these same kind of crazies who's just coming up here teaching all this kind of rhetoric stuff about... So it, it, you know, it's it like it's like they say, history will repeat itself, mm-hmm. and and it's just us to kind of knock people in the head and say we're not going to accept this. Yeah. We can't, you know. What I like though is like what we have come back to is the in your face. Sure. For a little bit, I think it was kind of hidden a little bit. It was like those those white hoods were hidden with uh, nice Armani suits, sitting mm. you know sitting in a in a in the desk or sitting at the judge. <laughs> Change the white to black. Yeah, you mm. know. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of you know like underlying. We ain't going <clears throat> We're not gonna let them know we still thinking this way. Right. And so you know, with a little encouragement, once you guys put that black man in in the office, oh my gosh, y'all gave their country away, yeah, they and they was like. Get Give us our country back. Yeah. We want our country back, and we got to get all of this black out of here. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I hear when I hear them say it. That's has that's what I hear. Give me my give our country black. What? Well, they actually brought Ben Carson in last night for the Senate debate on DEI to come and support <laughs> the need to give it away, which is funny because. He got his job in the housing department, not because of his merits, because, not knocking any other work that he's done as right. a doctor, because he's done great things as a doctor, but housing was not his thing, <laughs> right? That's, he didn't, no. Um, there was a- uh, He look good. Just let him do it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, there's NAACP college chapter at Texas Tech University. They wrote a letter against the bill. Uh, they're in Lubbock. They sent it out there in Lubbock uh, because one of the state reps who has an anti-DEA bill, DEI bill, um, is a Lubbock representative. Mm. The state, the university there got mad at the president of the school, of the NAACP chapter there because they didn't let them look at the letter first to approve some things that was going to be said or change up what they want. So mm. that person stepped down from the DEI job at Texas Tech. Oh. 
this is what's happening now where the universities are they were already scared when the governor said whatever they the systems of course are appointed by the governor of the, of right. the state so they're all people who will do whatever he wants to say anyway right mm. uh so once they said that they already start well we're gonna scrap it from our websites and we're gonna take it down so even before the bill was passed they were gonna take it down mm. and now you look at you have hbcus in this state you have two public right hbcus yes. ht not ht but pv and texas a&m mm. How, if you can't use any funding for DEI initiatives or practices, right? How is this going to impact those historically black colleges and universities that get state funding when we know a lot of stuff that they do is based off of diversity, equity, and inclusion? Great question. How is that going to impact those universities? Mm. Where we know folks in the community we definitely won't be getting uh, any black doctors and. <laughs> I mean, do they have Physical to change therapists out there like that, you know? Do huh? they have to change the way they do their recruiting, their teaching, their experience on college mm. if they want to continue getting money from the state? Mm. Um, do they have to act differently now? Right. The whole reason people go to the HBCUs Thank is you. to have that connection, to have that, that connection, and, that, and yes. learn more about the culture and, right. and and the livelihood and the experience. And now, does that go away? Because a whole lot of fighting to do these H these these dollars right <laughs> right how does right. that impact that or if you go to a pwi right and that's been your thing you've been working on yes. at that school yes yeah do you leave now if your doctoral program was based off of that your Come thesis on. was based right off of that, do right. you now need to have to leave this university because you can't get your doctoral degree from this school because they can't use funds for so does that mean that program just, goes away now because a middle-aged black woman coming back to get it right yeah i can't use that now do you have to now transfer schools to get your doctorates and how does that impact you getting your doctorates or whatever degree you're going after at exactly these i didn't i didn't i didn't want to stay home in chicago i didn't want to go back to illinois i wanted to come back home to texas well, <laughs> well there's folks who like i said their conversation they're hearing from faculty they're hearing from students and others that yeah they will probably have to leave the school because they wow. don't feel safe at the school or don't know what's, what's going to happen with what they're working on and they can't wait to have this figured out because we know stuff will probably go to court and we know how that works when it goes to court how long that can take well don't sit down don't give up don't stop fighting you know because do you know how texas has the largest population of African Americans. Uh huh. We have the largest population. Census of black folk says so. The census has spoken. Hmm. What do you think about the black census? Oh man, they trust that better. But well, you know, I, sometimes I don't have an issue with it because that's how I did find like some of my ancestors is going through the census is as far how far well, back as it can go. But I, you know, what I'm saying I did find family, right? You know, like 1918 or something, 17 or something, whatever. And I was like, oh my god, here we are, you know, right? And Which is the purpose of yes. the, the, the census is is that it's yes. And after I think it was after 100 years, the stuff comes open and you can right. re research more. After, right. So you you don't it's not used to punish people. It's supposed to be because i thought that's what needed like if i say oh my goodness look at all this big population of uh black folks up in round rock yeah or flukerville yeah 
forget about <laughs> moving them funds to those areas because those areas need different things, huh? Forget, you know what I'm saying? It's like oh, we're here. We are. <laughs> we are here in this state. And um, I don't know. I think it's just uh, we always, we always say this, but I'm sorry. I have to do the cliche. It's yeah. it's a big wake up call for us. It has to be. It has um, to be a big wake up call. We are always reactionary. Yeah, we've always been reactionary. Right. Um, you know, and I, and I saw the people that was there last night. Mm -hmm. There was definitely folks who are fighting hard against this. Yes. Whether it's the Black Caucus. Yeah. Um, That's why Miss Lewis it, was here anyway from Waco. You know, she's usually she was here fighting up there in Waco because you know y'all ex president yeah. was just there. Yeah. And, and I she, know that, that was crazy. And so then you know she come down here. State and the state. Had, had their legislative day yes. on Tuesday, I believe mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. Might have been Monday. One of those days, it's, I forgot. It's, it's all right. a blur. Yeah, <laughs> everything exactly. still blurs together. Just what? When did I go have lunch with my homeboy? But <laughs> wasn't last night. The night before. What's the day? Friday. <laughs> so Wednesday, maybe. Um, this is how I'm trying to remember right. things. Right. That that seems to make sense. I think that's right. I might even be wrong. I don't. Either way. No, I just it was know. Tuesday. It was Tuesday. I just know that after. <laughs> After we got, you know, the Obamas, and he had us working hard for that doggone uh, the um, <clears throat> whole health care. He, we was like coming out of here. Okay, I won. Now it's time for y'all get to work. Yeah. I was all excited. I wanted to tell people, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, a call with the president. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because he every we couldn't do anything. I wanted to tweet it. I wanted to go on Facebook. All of that was you. You understand the power of the people, but I, you know. But now it's making me want to get back into politics. Well, I feel like I've been sent down. I feel like it's so much I can go out there and do now, if nothing but just to show my face and start hollering. Well, okay, not hollering, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but that happens. I mean, that's been the history of of us. Uh, we make some progress, right? We feel good, right? We step back, some right. <laughs> Exactly. You, you forget that. <laughs> now, what what we do on this show? I mean, I just want folks to stay engaged. About it, it's not over yet, right? It's All not stuff, over. You got to stay engaged yes. at the Texas Capitol with, with the ledge. Yeah. Um. You know, be up to date. Be aware. We're going to try to get some of the reps to come up here, whether yeah. it's Cheryl Cole or. Right. Um, there's a website too? For Capitol the black and no, oh. I, well, the one where it kind of talks about the different. Okay. Um, the different bills that are out there is mm -hmm. that's really affecting us. Mm -hmm. I forgot the website. Well, okay, we'll, I'll give it. We'll, I'll maybe I'll we'll call back it. on Monday. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll it's some like it. black yeah, and we'll brown dialogue or something like that. I forgot. We, we're going to um, get um, some of the reps up here as well to talk about what they're doing. But we always like to end on some black excellence on this show. All right, now. So I want to leave after we talk about what we need to do. <laughs> let's leave us with some hope. Um, we're gonna do. I got Keep two. Alive. I got two of them for you. Okay. Are you a vodka drinker? Oh, big time. Okay. That's so my choice. That's your choice. Mm -hmm. Well, you're gonna like this then. There's a hemp-based vodka that is Texas's first black-owned distillery. Shut your mouth. It's called Highway Vodka. Okay. Um, they. Again, they are the first Texas yes. black owned distilleries. So, yes. And, and it's, it's hip base. Uh, okay. So they are better. now expanding their distribution to cities like Austin and San Antonio. I think they were based out of uh, Houston, is where I think they were coming out of. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I want to shout out to them for 
doing it first doing it who would have thought right thank you so if you're looking for Mm -hmm. a black owned spirit um and it's made from hemp seed Mm -hmm. uh it's called highway vodka Uh, yeah they're out of houston um and so they're they're growing wow Uh, i just want to shout them out for being the first and as they continue to do what they do with that and then there's this brother um in california Mm -hmm. who has, he did something amazing. His son turned 13. Mm-hmm. So what do you give a 13-year-old black kid? Mm. How about 40 acres of land? Come on. Come on. He celebrated his son's milestone, milestone um, with land in San Diego. Wow. 40 acres. Mm. Uh, he says he shared that he bought 198 acres of land back in 2021 to have mm-hmm. a residence away from the city living mm-hmm. and he gave his son 40 acres of that that's what i'm talking about he got son you can start your own town yeah he just need a mule now and he got his come on now because uh, the mule works a little harder in that field than the horse you know you ride the horse yeah, around yeah. but that mule put the work in that, like just imagine <laughs> you 13 before you come on now man. come on right there's wow, a, a lot that's pretty that can awesome. Be done with that, but as he's setting his son up, um, and I think we should think that way. We we should we should be thinking about our legacy and what we want to leave our you know mm-hmm. our um, children. You know, if we have them, and you'll like this. Uh, the brother's name is um, Fahim Muhammad. Okay, he has a real estate company called okay. Oasis Investment Group. Okay, they are. So of course they're out there buying stuff. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Um, he, the group also purchases property to resale on the south side of Chicago. Shut your mouth. So, okay now. Okay. And it also educates potential buyers about home ownership yes. and how to do it properly. So he's not just now. That's a good thing. It. He's teaching. He's teaching. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Because said, it's something about people don't understand the power of America. You know, you talking about your American dream and all that. <clears throat> but one power in this country is owning your own land yeah he says his son was very excited like truthfully i don't know how many 13 year olds will be excited to get uh, land as a birthday present but his son was excited i bet uh so he said he thought it'll be a great opportunity to create an open camping space that's mm. um, what his son yes. said he said you could rock you can build like atvs around the whole thing his son reportedly shared build a zip line from the mountain he got a mountain on his land apparently wow Look, the kid is doing it. Oh, I think um, I'm slacking now. God, look at me. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm gonna have to get a couple of condos for the girl. Forty acres of land in Cali. This young man. That has. is real nice. Uh, and his father nice. is teaching him that value. So, yeah. wanted to shout them out. And um, and that's why I don't give up on us. No. I don't give up on us. You can't. Like you said, you got to give that black excellence out there. Because, you know, you can get depressed. Yeah. Some people can sit and watch news and they're mad and angry all the time. Look at what they're doing to us. That's Look at this. They're doing life. this and doing that. And well, But but we can do something. We can make a change. There's a lot of news, a lot of stuff out there that will make you feel, oh my as gosh. we talk with them about mental health, it will make you feel down. Thank you. Um, we didn't even get into Tennessee, but that'll be next week. Tennessee. Sure we'll talk about that. Um, Tennessee 3. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Um, but, but you okay, girlfriend. We're going to get these two. But you okay, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Just got to keep on keeping on. Uh, Racist or fascist? I don't when know. When can people hear you if they're that familiar? <clears throat> well, you can catch me on Friday mornings on the morning grind. All right. Get ready. It's a new day. Okay. And um, that's when we have a little gin talk. 
Mm. And so I have a little dialogue with different generations. Okay. Because we've got a link. We do. We've got to talk to each other. We do. You know, so going from a, a millennia to a baby boomer, it, it you. It, it sounds different, but oh my God, it, every, we're still like all the same. We just need to connect. So that's that main, you know, we got to have it. And, and, you know, and then for the grown and sexy folks that might want to, you know, like chill out after a hard day, 10 o'clock on Wednesdays, come check out the quiet store. The quiet store. We, we and it's a journey. We start off in the Steppers Club. See? Oh, okay. Yeah, we start off in the Steppers Club. Well, you from Chicago, so I you better that. know it. <laughs> we should have a Steppers party fundraiser thing. See, I remember one time me and Mike Cash got on the floor one time, showed him how to step. See, well, I, I think y'all have some work to do because <laughs> still a lot of people who relate uh, stepping step? to yeah. one individual, couples only. Uh, to okay, I do it by myself. Don't well, I? no, I, I mean <laughs> the singer. There's a lot of people who oh, like. Oh, come on now. Okay, to, so to one no, no, so that just means you might be a little young because my parents used to practice stepping. Said, that's have right. Some work to do. Oh, we got a lot of work because of this yes. generation knows exactly. stepping for one. A lot yeah. of people yeah. know stepping if you're not from Chicago from Thank because you. of one person. Um, not in a perverse love, but we can, you know. That's can, why. Um, yes. 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 Well, y'all tune in for Miss Marla with her quiet storm. 10 p.m. Wednesdays. 10 p.m. on Wednesdays and then Fridays for the morning grind uh, with her gin. What you call it? Gin what now? Gin talk. Gin talk. So y'all can connect with her in the different generations and we can work to move this thing forward. So Some wonderful shows we've had um, daughters and daddies. Nice. We're going to get up out of here, y'all. Y'all stay blessed. Um, yeah, we out. <laughs>